catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning, January 11th. I'm Matthew Bell, and this is The Point from WUFT News. A bill has been filed in Tallahassee that would overhaul the way Florida condo buildings are managed. Democratic State Senator Jason Piso of Miami filed the legislation in the wake of the Surfside condo collapse last summer. That disaster has left 98 people dead. A lot of what's in the new bill came from a Florida Bar Task Force that has looked into the Surfside collapse. WLRN's Danny Rivero recently learned more about the task force recommendations from its chair, Attorney Bill Sklar. Repairs and maintenance are not cheap, but someone at the end of the day does have to foot the bill. But inside buildings and inside condo associations, there's often resistance to spending the kind of money that might be needed to be responsible in the long term. So how do you imagine that this is something that can be addressed? People come here from all over the world in South Florida and throughout Florida, and they get a key, they pay for their condo and enter into a mortgage and they think it's all over and they think they don't have to do anything. We have the concept in Florida of reserves, but they are not significant enough as presently required. They're not robust, they're paltry. Therefore, we paving, we roofing and repainting. And basically that's it. And the rest is discretionary for items over $10,000. So what we proposed are more robust reserves, over a period of time. And if they want to waive or reduce those amounts, a lending program through a bank, a line of credit, or a government program, we also suggested there may be infrastructure funds available. Infrastructure funds, which would allow a not free money, but a low or government guaranteed subsidized loan, which would make it very low interest money, one or 2%. We know that the Champlain Tower South Building in Surfside had multiple inspections in the lead up to the collapse. But is there some kind of way that the inspections can be done better, maybe with more force, with more follow up from city, county or state officials? Once that report is done, there is to be a duty of a board and to release it to all the owners and provide a copy to the local building official. We recommended in our report that within 10 days of such an inspection report, it must be furnished to every owner. As far as disclosure, the Florida Association of Realtors agreed with us, and they want these inspection reports made available so sellers can disclose them as they should to their buyers. And I'm not suggesting sellers don't want to, they just don't have the reports. As I said, unit owners aren't getting the reports. There must be an obligation of the board to give those reports to owners, and we feel quickly. There's another issue going back to local government that's of concern, and it's a very sensitive issue to counties and cities. Local governments are protected if there's negligence in building inspections. And we suggest that the legislature revisit this protection given. It's a disincentive to local governments to do more. And that is a problem. And the way you imagine it, it would kick in if there's actual negligence. Correct. Realistically, 
what do you think are the chances of any of these proposed reforms actually becoming law in the state of Florida right now? There is a desire to have a bill. How far it will go in addressing the maintenance and reserves and inspection and transparency, I cannot honestly tell you today. I'd be merely speculating. That was attorney Bill Sklar speaking with WLRN's Danny Rivera. The Florida legislature begins its annual lawmaking session today, January 11th, in Tallahassee. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Gainesville City Hall will cut three of its top members in an effort to reorganize the organization. According to the Gainesville Sun, the decision was made by interim city manager Cynthia Curry Monday to cut the jobs of assistant managers Fred Murray, Deborah Bowie, and Andrea Aga. In addition to the closings, Curry announced the new position of chief operating officer. Chief of Police Tony Jones will fill the role until a suitable hire is found. Cynthia Curry took over for the former city manager, Lee Feldman, late last year following his resignation. The changes come after a 2021 that saw several key city officials leave their roles to the public surprise, such as a city attorney, a city commissioner that has yet to be replaced, and the previous city manager. New state data shows that Alachua County saw a dip in its graduation rate for the 2020-2021 school year. The graduation rate was 86.6 for 2020-2021, while it was 90.4 for the previous school year. Overall, the state of Florida saw a slight increase in its overall graduation rate from 90% to 90.1% the past school year. Several other north-central Florida counties, however, saw a dip in the graduation rates as well, like Bradford, Dixie, Gilchrist, Hernando, and Marion counties. Others, such as Citrus, Columbia, Levy, Putnam, and Union counties, all saw rises in their graduation rates. A record 98 children drowned in the year of 2021 in Florida. News Channel 8 reports that one in four of all cases occurred in the Tampa Bay area. State officials attribute the rise in cases to an increase of unsupervised children at vacation homes and condominiums during the pandemic. Advocates for children are now requesting more notice of bodies of water during the booking process. The New York Yankees are set to hire MLB's first woman head coach for their Florida-based minor league team. Multiple outlets report that Rachel Balkovic will manage the Tampa Tarpons, a single-A team for the Yankees. Balkovic previously worked as the strength and conditioning coach for the St. Louis Cardinals and the Houston Astros minor league teams. As the Tarpons' hitting instructor, she helped lead them to a Southeast-West division title. Subscribe to the Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Matthew Bell, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Tuesday.